interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Back at it, the Words on Fire podcast, your boy Kujo, my man Jules, yeah, yeah. finally back after a little uh, hiatus, he, uh, as you all know, like I said, I've been uh, coaching a little football team, and uh, the, one of my younger teams that uh, really didn't help, but they uh, gave me a, a championship in, in spirit, came through, so we were celebrating the last week and a half or so, so that's why we were mm-hmm. on a little break. Um, follow us on the uh, Instagram at the Words on Fire Podcast. YouTube, same same handle. Uh, what else are we? Google, mm. Spotify, all audio podcast platforms. Blah 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 blah. If you're here on the YouTube, uh, where's the video right there? Uh, there's a bell notification. Hit all that stuff so that we guys could uh, keep in contact when we uh, put something out new. Uh, today we have something a little bit different. Uh, we have a special guest. Is the uh, founder, I believe, founder, owner, CEO of the whole nine of the Jazz Exchange. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she is a, a El Pasoan, but via New York now. I guess you could. I guess she was adopted New Yorkan. I guess is that the right word? New Yorkan. I don't yeah, know. If that's the right I guess, word. Yeah. Um, New Yorkan. New Yorkan. <laughs> it, is it is now. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> she goes by the name of Candice Reyes uh, Mireles, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. She is part of the Jazz Exchange, uh, brand new. It's a nonprofit here in El Paso. Candice, first of all, welcome. Thank you for taking the time and coming out here and educating us on all things, uh, hopefully jazz and everything that's going on. Tell us a little bit about the Jazz Exchange. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having having me. It's super excited to be on podcasts and talking with different people. Especially, thank you for what you do, spreading some you know uh, good good stuff out there. Yeah, uh, however you do it, but yeah, spreading it good. Um, but yeah, um, so I'm the executive director and I'm the founder of the Jazz Exchange, uh, and uh, it's been running. Well, we're new to the nonprofit world. Uh, when I was living, we were re- originally living in New Jersey worked in new york mm-hmm. um i we had uh the jazz exchange but as an llc mm-hmm. and so as we were doing work and doing different programming over there we started noticing we're like you know what i think we're more of a nonprofit. we do a lot more community-based um work and we were involved with the community we try to get people to play music we were mm-hmm. involved with you know working with partnerships and so i worked uh you know several years in different nonprofits in new york city okay. and in new jersey and so as I started understanding a little bit more on the nonprofit world, I was mm. like, you know what? I think this is what I want it to be. I want it to be a nonprofit. It's about serving the community, coming mm-hmm. back, and really um, paying it forward. And having that kind of mentorship, uh, you know, in New York City, some of the top, you know, nonprofits and things and how they work, especially like in such a big city like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really got to see like, how can I do something like that for my community? Yeah. And so after living there for 10 years, Damn. Wow. it was like me yeah. and my husband, you know, we, we have, have a successful career in music. Uh, we were doing a lot of stuff here before we even moving to New Jersey and New mm-hmm. York. And, and so after being there, I mean, we, we just had so many great opportunities that, Obviously, if you if you're not there, you don't have those kinds of opportunities. Right. But 
everybody keeps asking me like why did you guys come back to El Paso and I'm like that was my next question yeah (laughs) but you know what first of all like it's home like this is this is my home there's as great as New York and New Jersey are it's never it's not it doesn't compare to El Paso like believe it or not yeah Mm -hmm. it's like when you grow up here this is what you're what, what it is and you're used to that but at the same time too it was like family friends everybody but then I as we came, would come and visit like every year, there was just something kind of telling both of us kind of like, you know what? Some We need to pay it back somehow. Mm-hmm. How do we help the next generation? Because when we were growing up, we had some nonprofits here in El Paso that have died off already. Yeah. That we got scholarships. We had opportunities to play. That's what helped me become, you know, you know okay, I'm into music. I have some people supporting me, mm-hmm. backing me up. And that's that's why we got to where we got to. And I, I feel like coming back, we didn't see something in the jazz part in particular, right. speaking more on the jazz okay. scene. Um, there's a lot of great nonprofits out there supporting communities, but I'm more... As far spe- as on jazz. Yeah, yeah, specifically like jazz education, music education mm-hmm. on that end. And so that's the reason why we kind of said, you know what, we're going to... I think we're going to come back now. I think it's time. Like, we've learned a lot. We have good resources, good mm-hmm. connections from uh, the East Coast that now we can do kind of our own thing and start bringing the East Coast to El Paso. Is there a lot of talent here in El Paso? Of course. A hundred percent. There is totally... <laughs> He's also yes. mind-blown. You know what? You know what? You know why? You know why I say that? And I know for a fact is, one, we just recently had our summer workshop. This is the first time we did a summer workshop ever yeah. in El Paso. And the summer workshop, we held it here at Pebble Hills High School. Okay. And we just opened it up to all school districts. We said, we're going to go visit every school that we can as as in the short period of time that we decided to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And let's see who comes. We had, I was like, personally, I was like, if we get 10 kids, I'll be happy. That's my goal. Because (laughs) we're still, people don't know what's going on. You know, they don't really know. We ended up getting 40 kids. Oh, shit. From Isleta Independent School District, Socorro, um, and EPISD, and I think one from Clint. Okay. Obviously, there's still more districts that we want to get to. But Mm -hmm. in the short time frame that we had, I was really happy to see uh, 40 students. Right different you know musicians playing different instruments coming out and hungry for this music jazz american art form it's born here this is the music from here and that's something that i teach kids like this music is your music Mm -hmm. i don't care if you're you know if if you're from juarez that's cool but you're living here you this is american music Mm -hmm. if you're from mexico the music is mariachi music that's your music right Yeah. yeah i said jazz was created here in the United States. Mm-hmm. This is the only music and art form that has been created here in the States. And from there, it has spread out to country. It has spread out to rock. It has spread mm-hmm. out to rap, hip hop, all that it's stuff. It's the originator. It's the originator. Yeah, from the, yeah. Blues, from the original. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. from jazz becomes everything. It's like the root, right? And then the branches, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's something that like has been missed or has been lost in in teaching music mm-hmm. here, you know. And don't get me wrong, I love my cumbias, I love my norteños, like <laughs> I love the music mexicano, like right. from from here. We're a border town, so we're listening to that stuff. I love country. I love you know. I love every style of music. You right. lost me there. 
<laughs> well, I mean, countries. I, I, I'll go to a certain it's an extent. Acquired, I'll go it's to an acquired. A, taste. It is an acquired taste. It's good, it's good for you. It's good for the soul. You know what I love about country that I mm. always tell people is like, there's always a really good story. Yeah. I, and this is like old school country. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like more modern country. Maybe yeah. I haven't listened to it enough. Mm. You're um, not missing nothing. Well, yeah, maybe I gotta I gotta check it out. But I always say like the story is so good. Yeah. The stories are always really good in country music. Mm. If you really listen to the music and the lyrics. I always say like that's the that's the way I connect to music. Yeah. Well, I like George Strait and all those, you know. See, but he's he's but a the, storyteller. The, yeah, yeah. See, that's I like old that. school. All yeah. this other he's a great storyteller. He, he, I mean, he doesn't really sing. If you really hear him, he just talks. I like the Urban Cowboy dope. soundtrack. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's yeah. about as crazy as I get. You know? That's cool. That's cool. Now let me ask you guys yeah. this: Like, do you guys have you listened to jazz music? Like, I love that stuff. Yeah. I who, love, who, I, who do you like? See, who I, do you I, like? I'd listen to Coltrane. I'd listen to uh, Miles Davis. You see, I, the only jazz I've ever heard has been the Legends. I haven't. Uh, I heard. So when I was listening to your uh, stuff, there was a group that followed after you. Uh, oh, I can't remember this cat's name for the life of me. It, it, it was a a trio out of. Um, it was a Southern trio, Duke something. I can't remember what his name was. Mm. Awesome. I, I, I just. See, so the difference with 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 generations, right? Because um, both of us are older. Um, I'm in my mid forties, and yeah, yeah, we won't yeah. talk about my age. Yeah, 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 we're older, so so we have a different. I, I guess we grew up differently, um, and with us, especially uh, Jules here, this dude, he's got such an appreciation for. Like we we love, as you can tell, by the Wu Tang, right? A lot for of sure. a lot of like old school. East Coast uh, rap, like when you listen to Tribe Called Quest, a lot of it is jazzed and fused. A lot of it is jazzed. And, and, and when you actually sit and listen to certain things, you're like, dude, where'd they get this from? Then you hear, you know, you start seeing all the stuff where the, where the, yeah, our all the producers yeah. talk about it. Oh, you know, I, I've gone into the record store and I'm listening to this. And so then you start listening to where it originally came from. You hear the original sound from it, like from Cream. The original Cream was, mm-hmm. was, uh, was cut up by like four different. Uh, sections of yeah. four different people and you hear it it's like holy shit yep. it's mind blowing so I personally as an appreciation of music I love to know where, where things came from a hundred percent that's great and, and that's something that I think a lot of people nowadays miss don't do that like yep. like even like the other day um, yeah. there was a, a hip hop song out right now that came out I can't remember what the name of the song is but it featured like one of the old Ja Rule songs and then my son's like oh have you heard this I thought, dude, that's just from like 30 years yeah, ago. Absolutely. Yeah. And, thought, and even back then it was trash. Like, <laughs> but, I mean, everything gets recycled. You it know does. What I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it does. Like every, like in newer generations that like, they were mind blown by uh, Lady Gaga. Right. Say, right. I grew up with Madonna. So that's yeah. not yeah. shocking that's to original. me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, as far as hip hop, uh, I, jazz, I started getting into jazz as far as through hip hop because uh, mm-hmm. there's this guy named uh, Guru. Yeah, Guru Jazzmatazz, and then yeah. you're, you're, you, he had like a, a, a you know MF Doom. Yeah, they they all influenced by jazz, and yep. that's how I got into you know exploring that side of it, and mm. then you know blues, yeah. more better blues, you know Spike Lee, and then yeah. listening to their soundtrack, and that's that's that was a gateway to everything hip hop, yeah. like expand my horizon on yeah every which yeah. way for sure, the, and and you know what's what's interesting about that is that. I worked in, um, like, uh, last year, before moving back here, mm. I worked in Harlem. Ooh, and ooh, so nice. I, I worked as a, a summer camp director at Harlem School of the Arts. Mm. And this is all, like, black community. This yeah. is, like, 
you know, you're I'm I'm literally in the hood. Like right. I'm there in that neighborhood, understanding the community, understanding like the culture, mm-hmm. understanding the music, everything, the appreciation of what where it comes from. Yeah. And so, um, you know, having the black community like open their arms and being, you know, uh, very kind to say, you know, you respect this music, you love it, mm-hmm. you know. By all means, like, you know, if you're learning about it and, you know, I, I, I have such a, an appreciation for that. Yeah. And listening to like, we, you know, there was a moment where we were teaching kids about like, you know, the, the hip hop music and the rap music and how, you know, it, it even got to the point where it was like, you know, when you hear like Ella Fitzgerald, like scat mm. and like, you know, and you have that like thing, you also start understanding like, where does improvisation come? And then mm-hmm. that, then you hear like rappers doing their, their improv, you know, like mm-hmm. they're freestyling free free style. free over and it's the same thing it has yeah. it has obviously it's words and it's different things in different ways but it comes from the same root mm-hmm. of you know what what improvisation is what black american music Absolutely. is all about mm-hmm. and i always remind people black american music and jazz music is about freedom it's about justice it's about pain it's about everything that they have gone through mm-hmm. that's what that music is about it's all expressed that way yeah. and it's so deep you know what i mean like when I don't it gets even dark, need to, they're they're expressing their pain. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's a very and I had to learn that when you're not from a culture like that and mm-hmm. you and you don't know that, um, you know, I can just say yeah, like I had when living here, I was like I listened to Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughn, Carmen McRae, Billie Holiday. I was mm-hmm. like in, I was like, and I, and I come from a family of musicians. My mom's a singer, my dad's a a trombone player, vocalist. You know, my brothers also, you know, they play music, mm-hmm. and so. Like the appreciation was already a little bit even deeper, right, for yeah. me. But I still didn't have, I didn't understand the culture that much. Hmm. And so when I went into like New Jersey and New York and the East Coast and having that like experience, I was like, I get it. Get I it. understand. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never fully understand because I never went through some of the things that they've gone through. Right. Um, yeah. But. But you I get under, the story. I, I respect it. I understand. I know mm-hmm. where it's coming from. And I think that's the biggest thing that black community wants people to understand when mm-hmm. it comes to that music. When they talk about like, uh, you know, hip hop, for example, they act like every, a lot of people act like it, it's, everything sounds the same, but there's different genres. Yep. 100%. You know, uh, they call it, quote unquote, Sub-genres. the gang. Yeah, the the uh, gangster rap, but mm-hmm. they're they're talking about the same thing. They're just using different words from the West Coast. Yeah, well, from from their yeah, experiences. From their, yeah, yeah. Their pers- personal experiences. Yeah, 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 personal experiences. Exactly. And you know, educating people and and uh, exactly for like uh, jazz. If you explain to them what they're hearing, they'll start hearing it differently. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Because you just know, educating I've, them. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I've even went into a class before, and it was like this class, and I was like. I sat down with all these kids. I literally, and I had, I was, I was working with this other nonprofit where we, su- we, we support uh, music classes because believe it or not, in New York, mm-hmm. they don't even have like music classes. They stopped like fine arts music mm-hmm. in most of the public schools. Because of funding. Yeah. yeah. Not, not in the, not in the private schools. Private right. schools have money and they can do yeah. that. But, um, so there's a lot of like, third-party contractors and 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 nonprofits supporting that like arts right mm-hmm. and so anyways long story short is I, I ended up going into this classroom it, it, it 
uh, I'm trying to remember the name of that movie. Like I think it was Freedom Riders with what's her name, uh, where she's she's a teacher and she goes in and they're all like they're all like bad kids from like black community, Latino community. It's like an old school like '90s movie. Fucking Dangerous oh. Minds. Is it like <laughs> they, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, dangerous what's Minds. What's her name? What's her name? The girl um, who plays the boxer. Also, man, I'm forgetting. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank's a teacher. She comes in. And oh, yeah, she, I know you know which about, movie yeah. it is. Okay, I literally felt like that. Like I walked in and they like saw me, kind of like you know, I'm like I'm fairly light skinned and mm. like they don't they don't see me as like a Mexican girl. Like no, you're Puerto you're Puerto Rican either, over there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's either Puerto Rican mm. or but then that that's the community over there. It's either yeah. Dominican Republic, Puerto Rican, mm, and then it's like uh you know the black community, and then you get like one or two you know. Uh, white American kids and like I sat there and and they were like miss you're the teacher and I was like I'm the sub right now Mm -hmm. everybody we're gonna sit down it was like oh no I'm playing video games like it was just like this chaos like what is going on what did I just walk into but I was trying not to like judge right because I was like I understand like hard neighborhoods whatever i was like guys just sit down and then they're like oh shit you know they're cussing and Mm -hmm. i was like wait wait guys come on we're we're in school right now you know like let's just be cool and then we sat down and i was like all right you know what we're gonna talk about music i just Mm want to know what you guys are listening to right now Mm -hmm. what is it that you listen to and then i said pull out your phone and tell me like what's the first song that comes out on your spotify or your youtube whatever Mm -hmm. and then they're like miss but like this one has a lot of cuss words and stuff i was like okay that's cool but like yeah. What is what, what is, is this it? song? And then one of them's like, "Oh, this is from the baby." Okay. And I'm like, I, honestly, I was like, "Who's what? baby? Who's baby? <laughs> Who's baby? Wait, you have a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Who's baby's playing?" Yeah, but and then they were like, "No, miss, that's the the rapper, the the baby." I was like, "Oh, okay." I said, "What is the song that you have?" And he told me the song, and then mm. I was like, "What is it about?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> yep. Listen to it. And I was like. What do you mean you don't know? Like, aren't you listening to this music? Like, and I was like, that's the problem with you guys right now is that you're not listening to Mm-mm. what this music is. And whatever that message is in that song mm-hmm. is how you are, what you believe, what you don't believe. You know, I was like, listen to what you're like, what you believe in, what, yeah. you're, what they're rapping what, about. What yeah. You're, yeah. And so it was like, it ended up being such a cool like Experience. transition of the classroom where like at first it was like who are you what like yeah. i don't like this like this is a boring class you know <laughs> till i got like personal i was like what are you listening to why don't you like this song yeah you know and then it was crazy because i had like these group of girls they were like ah you know they were talking in spanish like and i was like you know and it was just like and it was like the respect became different you know Mm -hmm. and it and so i finally exactly exactly and so that was like one of my coolest experiences like with kids in the hood like really walking into something that like what like yeah no interesting it's because kids don't like to be talked to they like to be talked with they like to be discussed they don't want to be talk to like they're idiots yeah you got to bring them up like you like you would hear like normal sit down you see that, conversation that's, yeah that, that's one of the most important things that i know we've talked about it because of you know social media and all that everybody's on their phones and nobody knows how to conversate anymore no. everything is just uh like but, post or let me see who can get more of the likes more follow yeah. it's yeah like my little girls would have uh friends over mm-hmm. quiet as hell yep and i'm like what are you guys doing everybody's on their phone yeah I was oh. like, I thought you had company. Yeah, I do. Everybody's quiet. I was yep. like, it's yeah. annoying. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying. Talk. To, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way people get social through skills. barriers. Yeah, through that. Um, let, let me go a little bit back a little bit about what you had said earlier with 
music with the jazz music actually being born in the states why why was i thinking it was more of a french vibe to it Mm. why why was i thinking because i i guess my whole thought because anytime anybody i guess that's older you hear jazz you think new orleans right yeah yeah yeah. and new orleans is a lot of creole a lot of uh a lot of uh a lot of French inspiration. Mm-hmm. That's why I always thought jazz came from, derived from that, from like the French inspiration. But no, no. So I mean, that, and that's a that's a good assumption, I guess I yeah. would say, right? Like, it, it was born in New York. I mean, like New Orleans is like I tell people, okay, where it was born here, it started here, but where did it start? Like specifically, and, mm-hmm. and it was like it's here in the United States. And it's New Orleans. Mm-hmm. That's like the mecca where it kind of started. Louis Armstrong, like mm-hmm. you know, some of these like old school. And then if you go back a little bit, like I even started looking into um, uh, where, like, how did how did Louis Armstrong even come into play? Right? right, like how did that even happen? You go back a little bit further, and there's like King Oliver, and these were like trumpet, you know, cornet play- players that were playing with the army, and mm-hmm. like, but you know, they can play some some things. But Louis Armstrong was the person that changed the game mm-hmm. in jazz. American music when it came to you know there was a there's like the earliest recording of jazz improvisation mm-hmm. and I, and I've heard this through several historians it's like you know he was like in a in a room and 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 they were like getting ready to play and so they started playing the song and and then he was going to sing and mm-hmm. you know he has such a a, a unique voice, voice right yes. a distinct voice yes. and and so everybody knew it was Louis Armstrong and then he forgot the words oh, so shit. then when he forgot the words he just started like Shabba-dabba. So that's where the scat came from, and that's where like scat scat started becoming mm. like wait he's trying to sound like an instrument because you know he forgot the words but he's still trying to connect through the music mm. and so there's a I'd have to share that with you like the earliest recording of what they thought was like scat yeah. the first scat you know singing mm-hmm. um, and that comes from Louis Armstrong and so he's definitely a uh, a legend and an and a icon that has changed the music right. that became, you know, even more like big, you know, it became from swing music to to uh, big band music. Big band. And then, it, you know, mm-hmm. and it just started kind of evolving. But uh, there's also controversy in, on how, like, didn't jazz music come from Africa? Well, people have, have theories and thoughts that, yes. That's it, where I thought it came from. Mm-hmm. So the people come from Africa, mm-hmm. right? They come from Africa. And this is something I literally tell, like, even elementary kids. Like, mm-hmm. I, I gave them, like, a, a spiel. How do I tell kids that black American people came to, you know, were slaves here in the United States? Mm-hmm. I just say, imagine you're, like, in your in your town and you're here and you go to school and you know everybody and everybody's here. All of a sudden, they just take you on a boat and you don't know where you're going. And you don't see your family anymore. And then you show up, you're just seeing land. You don't even see land. You see water. You don't know where you're going. You finally land somewhere and then they put you to work to start picking cotton. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they change your name. They change yeah. your name. They take your culture. Oh, and, yeah. And, it wipes out everything. Everything. So at this point, you don't even see your grandma. And you know, I had pictures, and I, and I and the only reason I know this is because I worked with this um, a great. She's a great musician, and she's an educator, and she had this like way of teaching, you know, jazz music to mm-hmm. little, little. I mean, kinder kids, right? Right. And it was all about talking about what this music is about and how it makes you feel. And then we finally just said, they come and they they're picking cotton. Imagine you're like outside right now. Everybody understands like 115 degree weather. Right. You know, no water. The bathrooms are far over there. You know, and and then I say, 
can you feel your t-shirts right now that's made out of cotton can you feel your socks or mm-hmm. you know i said how how nice that we can have that right and i was like these people would pick this cotton and it would have thorns you know i, start, I go like so deep like mm-hmm. very basic and then i said how would you feel if you had to do that and a lot of them were like hot uh, sad quick question though yeah. I, I haven't been in school in a very long time but <laughs> um <laughs> Can we still talk about that? A hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent. That hasn't been changed yet? Okay. With all it's the a, pronouns and yeah. everything else. And no, it, no, but no. All the, theory, <laughs> all the theory that's out there. I'm glad you could tell the truth, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as education. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot of a lot of the truth is uh, uncomfortable, but it's we have very to have dark. It's very dark, but we have to have that conversation. Yep. A hundred percent. So we could understand and move forward to everything. Yep. And But... Whose truth are you telling that, you yeah. know, and then mm-hmm. uh, all the, all the, the books, the textbooks, you know, they, they get, they leave a lot of, yeah, they leave, they leave a lot of things the, out, right. Yeah. That, that kind of say, you know, it becomes like, and it, and we can get more political into it. But what I, what I just say is like, just if you, if we can get to the point where we can tell the kids, what does this, this music should have an expression and Absolutely. a feeling, right? It, if you don't have feeling or expression, you're not doing music. You, nope. I was like, and so my example literally was just like, I'm gonna sing the blues, and that's how the blues started. Mm. Exactly because they were out and you know struggling, water, no, you know people A were dying, time. miserable, whatever the case may it, be. Where it originates, and and you just got to tell the truth. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it comes also from from their spirituality, their mm-hmm. their belief in God, their belief in hope that one day their life is going to be better. Mm-hmm. And so I literally would sing to the kids and I'd just be like, okay, I'm going to say something and if you feel the same way, mm-hmm. I want you to give me a mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah? So yeah. then I would just be like, I'm feeling sad today. And then some of the kids, mm-hmm. I'd be like, amen! <laughs> you know what I mean? And I said, and that's the, the, the part where you know, I'm feeling hungry today because I have no water. And then they would be like, mm-hmm, you mm. know, or I, I miss my mommy today because yeah. they're little kids, right? And they're like, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're so, trying to make them cry. And yeah, shit. <laughs> but, but then it's like, you know, now I'm getting to the root of like, this is an expression. This mm-hmm. isn't a feeling. And that's where the music comes. Like, set aside the political views of everything now. Mm-hmm. Now we're just talking about, how we feel right mm-hmm. and that for me is like we should start that at that age right yeah, now definitely. because at this point kids you know there's a lot of mental illness there's a lot of stuff happening mm-hmm. they don't know how to deal with things anymore yep when like and i say music should make you feel good mm-hmm. should, there's gonna be times where it helps you and it makes you cry yep. it makes you i was like Music is the closest thing that therapy that we have every day. Absolutely. Wherever you go. It could change your mood. It could change your mood. It can make you good, bad, yep. whatever. Dude, music is one of the only so I, Jules I Jules will tell you I'm a toddler, right? Cuz like when I'm when I don't sleep, I'm very in my feelings like when I'm <laughs> going on 3 or 4 hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like anything, I'm very emotional. And there's times where I just put on certain songs and I'm like, "Ooh, like you bring a tear to my eye. I was like, God, I'm a grown ass man crying over a song. But that's okay. And it's, and it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because music's the only one thing that could do that. It brings you back. Music can transport you to a spot where you were in your life when you first that. heard it, and you're like, mm-hmm. good or bad. Everything from the sounds, from the, the taste, the people that were there come into your head, and it's 
Yeah. It's it's fucking it's amazing, and it's yeah. something that I think people people don't give it as much credit as they should. Mm-hmm. Everything's a lot more downplayed with everything else. Um, yeah, and that's why some of the biggest musicians cool. have so many hardships in their life. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they're depressed individuals. A lot of the uh, artists and yeah, yeah I always say I think everybody needs kind of, some kind of therapy. Everybody needs music therapy they're outlet. Mm-hmm. They're for outlet. sure. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and that's what I was like when you get in the car. Like sometimes people just like I was like when you're at a funeral, you, you're listening to sad music. You're doing yep. this, but but you know at the end of the day, this is why like why me and my husband decided we're like we have to have this nonprofit we have to give back to the community if it felt right to come back as hard as it was you know set aside like we could have thought about ourselves and said like we're gonna keep going with our career like my husband was doing some really cool things he was um playing for the rockefeller center the lighting of the christmas tree he played with john legend he played with like you know he martina mcbride he's you know he's played with like some of these like great amazing musicians mm-hmm. as a saxophone player on the you know the sideline from Juarez. damn awesome you know what i mean like yeah. and and now we can come back and these kids can relate and see us and say they're from here mm-hmm. if they can do it why can't i do it and that's where i felt like the most gratification to be able to say i'm gonna come back yeah set aside my what i want to do or mm-hmm. you know but this is what i want to do i felt like this was my calling and you know we kind of like we're very spiritual too so we're like we prayed about it we're like man like i hope we're making the right decision right but it feels right you know mm-hmm. it feels right that we're helping kids and we're doing these kinds of programs and that's that's what it's about i don't know that's you're what just trying about. to help out and uh, try to do the right thing you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 i know I, I know oh, you guys good, are probably, you dude. guys are probably like oh man we usually crack up and do all these things oh. but like i get so deep into like what i the passion of how this music can like change your life like but that's something that's refreshing when you have somebody who actually gives a shit about a certain project or 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 like you said with music or or anything in general what they believe in and is so passionate about it something like that is what really brings non-believers to give something a try and that's all at the end of the day that we want to try to you know help people just open your minds to different things that's the only way you're going to get any experiences with anybody good or bad you said eh, at least i give it a shot you know exactly. What I mean? Well, the, the kids now they got that short attention span, yep. so they yes. don't listen to a full album. Gotta get the hook. You know what I'm saying? Gotta yeah. get the hook. Gotta get the main song. Yeah, and then yep. uh, an album tells a story. You yep. know what I'm saying? So they just hear one part, and then they just stay right. at this song. I'm like, dude, there's this is my favorite. There's song. a part two. There's <laughs> a part two to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's he felt that way. Yeah. Like you know, uh, Illmatic. That's mm-hmm. a whole story. You yep. know. Yeah, and you know, this is like, it, that brings me to one of our programs that we do. So we have a, we've been running this program, it's called The Secret Shows. Mm-hmm. The, and literally, like, it's a secret. Like, right. that's, that's why we call them secrets. So people don't know where they're going and who they're going to listen to. It's wow. just you just show up. Wow. So we give you kind of like a hint. Obviously, you'll know like what's kind of, what part of town. So like, mm-hmm. we have one coming up this August 20th. It's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be uh, in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. And so, um, pretty much you know the area. At least you know it's in downtown. So you know you're going to drive to downtown. Yeah. And you have to purchase the ticket. And 24 hours before, we'll send you the address of the venue. But you still don't know who's cool, playing. What? Okay. So it, it kind of gives also like, you know, talking about social media, we're so used to just like scrolling. Oh, I've been there. Eh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I've heard this band. Eh, like we're not, we're not like 
pleased or we're not like entertained with anything anymore. We mm-hmm. just kind of know everything now by scrolling. And so sometimes it's like, just come, just yeah. experience it. And, yeah. e- and, you know, you might think, oh, jazz music. I tell the kids, you might think it's like grandpa music, but it's not. You know, like. <laughs> it influences everything. Yeah. Yep. And so these secret shows, like you buy your ticket ahead of time online and then you show up and you 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 come enjoy and we usually have the way it works is we have an emerging artist so mm-hmm. an emerging artist will open up the set so we, sometimes it's like uh, students from UTEP or mm-hmm. they're starting their like band or they're just graduating from you know music degrees um, or it could just be even a just a new project even if they're old or doesn't matter their age just yeah. a new project a band and then they play for about 30 minutes and then we have a featured band which is maybe a group that has been playing for a long time they're more seasoned they you know they've been doing their thing they mm-hmm. have a following you know all that stuff and it really brings also like mentorship between one we're com- we're connecting the younger generation to the older generation right. in that mentorship and apprenticeship between the two and then we're also teaching the audience members that this is not background music like i want you guys to sit and listen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like don't talk like don't we're not we're not the little band that's just playing and everyone's having a drink and <laughs> no, no you're listening you're, like, you're paying undivided they, attention yeah, to this this is a show this yeah. is an, a show this is not background music and you can find background music in a lot of places mm-hmm. and you can go and talk but like this one specifically our secret shows and they happen we, we always uh, look for local venues like okay. locally owned businesses that are you know from here from El Paso mm. and so we're already on our fifth year Raiz Federal Credit Union sponsors us uh, every year Nice. And so we get to look for different local venues. And so you just come and, and we have our video audio production company. We take video. Mm-hmm. We do, you know, everything's, it's like a whole production. Yeah. You know, it would be pretty cool, like if, um, you know, it, it, it's for kids, right? Uh, you would get like modern music, like what they're listening to. Mm. And and somehow like, okay, uh, it was sampled by this yeah. old jazz musician, mm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And say, okay, you like this song, but it came from here. Right, yeah. arrived from here. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Like, like the sampled uh, jazz or, you know, yeah. that, that, that influenced the music. Because they're, they're listening to jazz, right. they're listening to blues, but they don't realize it. Of right. course. And there's an origin. There's nothing really original now. It's all, you know. Yeah. yeah it's all watered down. It's all watered yeah. down. And it, it, it's coming from the original art forms. Yeah. That's that's definitely something because I, I think somebody actually I think I haven't heard in the Wu-Tang album somebody had said to know where you're going you got to know where you came from of exactly. course and and like that that'd be a great transition because actually there's there's an album that so you know how we're always on YouTube trying to listen for music there's one album that came out that was a Wu-Tang inspired album oh and wow it's all jazz band members playing the actual background music—it's fucking amazing. That I gotta it check blows, that out. I haven't. Your fucking mind. I need to. Yeah. I need to definitely check. Yeah, that I'll, out. I'll, I'll see if I can bring it up right now on the phone. But it's it's <laughs> and like I said, if you you have to have, you have to have somebody who has I guess an appreciation for music. Yeah. But you, I mean, to to like truly and like for us who hip hop heads who are like you know about the the beats, the samples, the you know the the lyricism, and then when you hear something like that on the twist on it, it's like holy shit. It brings it to a whole different level of appreciation for what these guys are actually and doing. I, I think it was the lack of uh, information for us to start digging, like mm. um, like mm. digging in the crates. Mm-hmm. Like now, you can pull up a song and you yeah, 
you you know who sampled and everybody has to get credit like uh Biz Marquis, you know, he they they pulled his album and mm-hmm. it cuz they didn't get any clearance yeah. while they were sampling, so we would hear it and be like, "Well, man, I I, I got to find that." Yeah. yeah. So you go in there and you buy the most obscure records and mm-hmm. you have to listen to the whole album yep. in order to, oh, okay, that's where it came <laughs> and from. And the most yeah. of it is just it's, it's a 5 second sample yeah. off yeah. of a drum solo usually where where they came from. Yeah. And that's where they get it and they piece this sample with that one okay yeah when you start amazing. getting into funkadelic and you know uh, you know and what's crazy about that is like there's also like have you guys like truly listened to like gospel music mm-hmm. like there's also like some kind of like relation right to mm-hmm. that because it's like it's so like intense in your face sometimes that mm-hmm. you're just like you like you it just takes feel you back. Yeah, yeah like you just feel it and 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 i i that's that's the beauty about this like how the timeline of this music and the influences it has made mm-hmm. now to where you know and and I don't want to discredit like certain songs like music now right now like whatever's playing is a little bit harder for me to listen to in the sense of it all sounds the same <laughs> yeah mm. yes and the lyrics okay yeah. The lyrics as far as as far as like there's you know I can't listen to the baby mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like because you can't relate shake I your mean, ass and, and I'm like mm. I, I well first of all like I'm like okay what is this song about okay it's about women like you know yeah twerking and and at the bar drinking and I'm like that's disgusting cool yeah sure <laughs> sure you know whatever yeah I mean if you like that that's cool I'm not judging that right. I'm just saying like oh. <laughs> I I can't do a full song that's where that's where i'm cutting like sometimes off but i'm not discrediting that it's music right like i'm saying okay this is but it's not for me it's just not not for me and that's and that's what i tell people jazz might not be for you Mm -hmm. in the sense of like but you don't know what style of jazz you like or don't yeah. like. There's, there's sub genres of jazz. There's like thirty different. Same types. thing about rap. The same thing about country. Because you have Miles Davis, and then they're like people can't listen to him, and they'd be like, "No, he's not the greatest." You know, yeah, they got you would Coltrane. go with Mar- you know, Marcellus, and uh, you know, it's exactly. just exactly. So it depends mm-hmm. who you're into. I mean, people know the mainstream guy, like you know Miles. Yeah. You know Miles. Miles Davis. But Miles yeah. Davis was great. But mm-hmm. there was also a lot of great uh, yeah. you know other great artists on there, yeah. you know what I'm saying it's just he was just a different kind of uh, just, jazz you know what I'm saying yeah he was the most featured yeah what of it course was. of course and it was and it's probably closer to our generation that we can like relate to and we saw more promotion versus mm. like a Louis Armstrong or like you know some of these older you know Love Billy Holiday you know uh, yeah like Oscar mm. Peterson on piano like all these like wait what what and once you start kind of digging in mm. you finally like say oh, okay this is cool and that's what we taught like at the summer workshops like we were like guys you need to listen to this if you want to play this music you need to know where it came from mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to hear the and the what they're roots. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't just play to play, right. you know. And then a lot of a lot of kids are like, "Well, it's you know, I can't improvise, or it's hard to do improvisation." And I'm like, "It's not because you have to do it a certain way. You should be feeling mm-hmm. a way, right? Yes, you got to musically, theoretically, got to understand how to read music, yeah. how to play it. You got to know the technique and the skills on your instrument or whatever you're doing." But then after that, it's kind of like just like anything, like you, uh, you know, 
like a, a sports you know person they don't just start running track and they're right. fast like you got to warm up you got to do drills you got to do you know it is takes this time to finally say okay now i know what i'm good at now i know what i need to do to prepare myself mentally to get there and then you're connected to yourself right. to be able to do something that's the same thing yeah, yeah. It's the same thing so uh, i know you said your family because like i said i know your brother he's a uh, Trombone, uh, trumpet player or trombone? Trombone. Trombone yeah. player. Um, Rust, rusty trombone? <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just do it. Um, <laughs> um, so I know you said your family is huge on, on music. And I know like, because uh, I've, I've had this conversation with your brother about music, um, especially when we're drinking. It always happens when we're drinking. <laughs> Never he fails. Oh, no, yeah. no, actually, no. He, he's, he's more of a, of a rockhead. Yeah. Yeah. Being from this area, how did you get into jazz? Because, like you said, we have here it's all chente, it's all banda, it's all now it's peso pluma and all that shit, and and, and a little bit more rock and a little bit now I guess now it's more R, a little bit more R and B. Before then, we didn't have it because they never well, played it was it. freestyle. Before yeah, it was freestyle. <laughs> but how did you get into jazz specifically when you have all these other genres that? Are, El Paso is more known for. Yeah, like Stevie well, B. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know what? Like, first of all, one, my mom, she was um, a vocalist for a local group called Azúcar here in El Paso for mm -hmm. 25 years. And my mom was the lead singer, and my dad also played with Azúcar, but my dad also played trombone and sang for different local bands that were black tie. Like, these mm -hmm. are probably old school bands that maybe some people don't even know about anymore, but hidden smile there's just like a lot of local you know musicians so i grew up with like the musician world the musician group uh you know people and so my mom they azúcar and them they played like salsa merengue cumbia. Mm -hmm. like so i understood and had the appreciation for that and then i would hear my dad and my dad would be playing you know like uh billy joel and you know all the wow. old school mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you know they do you know you know different different styles and and classic rock mm -hmm. and top 40s and stuff like that and then but my my dad and my mom really you know enjoyed jazz and had music and had cassettes there of mm. like you know music they'd listen to and my dad played trombone in the navy band for a long time he went to italy and he was in the in the in the performing band so having them as like musicians and understanding like music and the appreciation for it was mm -hmm. like you know my dad would put on stevie wonder i know Ooh. all the stevie wonders like as a kid i knew like That's stevie wonder you know yeah. what i mean mm -hmm. uh you know and growing up to tony bennett and frank sinatra and mm. like you know mm -hmm. then i i was just like that's cool like i got like I would have never heard it if they never put it right yeah. like until you put something that you would never hear and you're like wow i really gravitate to that i really and then i remember uh, they gave me a cassette of ella fitzgerald one of her first albums mm. and i remember a cassette player you know i had my two <laughs> the, the two cassettes and you know whatever and uh and i was able to listen to the cassette and and i just fell and i was like i want to sing like that like mm. i I wanted I, I was like how does she do that you know and if you've never heard of Ella Fitzgerald she's the 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 song you know the lady of song that's what was her na nickname but she literally was amazing in scat singing and mm -hmm. she was you know had this unique voice and and she'd be able to do something and I'd be like man I just and so all I would do is just sit in my room like rewind 
and then repeat and mm-hmm. just try to learn how she would sing. And I slowly started like gravitating to that until one day I was like, Mom, Dad, like, can I go sing with you at this one place? And what do you want to sing? Yeah, I want to sing this song called Route 66. Oh, and yeah. they were like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. You know, and, and, it, and then I just, I fell in love. Like, it was just like a moment where I was like, I love this. I love being, <laughs> feeling like this. I love singing. And I was nervous still, but, you know, and I even grew up like dancing folklorico for like age four through 18. So I was immersed in the Mexican music and mm. I was immersed in our culture and everything. But there was something about this music that just kept calling you. Yeah. And I, and I said, I want to do this music. And at a very young age, by like 12, 13, I started singing with my mom, you mm-hmm. know, every now and then when she'd play at the Lancers Club. There used to be a Lancers wow. Club in the oh, west wow. side on the top, top floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that there was like all this stuff. Mesa, so, right? Yeah, yeah Mesa. Yeah. And I was like maybe 13, 14. And then these, you know, nonprofit organizations would help. You know, that's how I got immersed into something like that. And that's how I feel why it's so important to do that. The same thing. I mm-hmm. need to, I need to create, we need to create opportunities so that that they can at least try it. Mm-hmm. Kids need to try different things. Yep. And if they don't try it, you'll never know. Yeah. You just never know what, what they might gravitate to, what they might be good at, what might help them. You know, you mm-hmm. don't know unless you try it. And sometimes I, I mean, I'm, I don't have kids, but I, I, I say like, you know, I, I, I tell my, you know, friends or parents and I'm like, dude, have them try different things. Don't, don't let them just try what you want them to try. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's cool because you're like, oh, well, you know, I like football and I like, the, they might not like it and mm-hmm. they might try music and they might end up being the best musician here in El right. You know, so it's like, give that opportunity to your kids and, and that's kind of how it worked. And then as I kind of get, kept going and doing my music career, I went, I graduated from Hank's High School, 2004. Damn. Damn, you're Back young. in the day. Yeah, I know, you're, I know. You're younger than us. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely sad. younger. I am. Oh, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Fired. nah, nah, no. Nah. Just a few years. Just a few years. <laughs> Not that shots far away. Fired. But I uh, went to Hanks and then I was in the band and 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 then uh, in 2003, I was a junior. Mm. I tried out for the first El Paso Idol here in El Paso. Oh shit! Oh really? It was the very first one. Was that and a Crosby thing? 2003. It was at Speaking Rock, <laughs> and K Fox did like they they did a whole thing. Mm. And so I ended up winning the contest, and I went to Pasadena, California, to represent El Paso as the El Paso Idol. Nice. And I obviously I didn't make it through. Mm. And it was the year. You know what year it was? If you watch American Idol, it was mm. Ruben Stutter and Clay Aiken. Oh, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was the year that I Ooh. tried out. Well, that was the year <laughs> that I tried out for. Oh wow! Or went to American Idol in wow. California, and then I came back, and it just opened up doors. It was just opportunities that I was able to be like. This is cool. I want to keep doing it. It mm-hmm. didn't discourage me. Um, if anything, it encouraged me to do it right. better and you know do more and do as much as I can. And then I met my husband, and we were, met at UTEP. We both went to UTEP, and then that's when we uh, UTEP, yeah, UTEP, UTEP, UTEP. And then that's how we we ended up, you know, staying here. We taught for a year music mm-hmm. at um, Loreto Academy for wow. a private school one year. Then he decided to get his master's, mm-hmm. and he we went and we moved to New Jersey. We were there for about ten years, and now we're back. Damn! So, what were you studying at UTEP? Uh, I did uh, commercial music. I was doing uh, vocal commercial music. So, mm-hmm. um, I that was actually a new program that they. Ju- I was probably like the third generation class that graduated from that 
okay. when I oh, when really? I graduated, yeah, yeah from that um, degree. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty much just like introducing you to the music business, contracts, also understanding like studio work when you have to record, mm-hmm. but then also like learning about like how to just kind of survive in the music industry. Yeah. Um, but then I, 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 you know, it only taught, it only teaches you so much, but when you're in the real world, you have to start learning even more stuff, right? Like it's a whole, it's <laughs> Adaptation. a whole, yeah. I got, I got a quick question. Uh, yeah. This is a, a little dispute that we always have here. So you're, oh. um, <laughs> I, I already know where you're going. No, no, I already know where you're going. No, no, no um, let me just ask. I just need to ask your it. opinion. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm a Prince fan. I knew it. I mean, he's a Michael Jackson fan. Who's a better artist? If you have to pick. That could be taken a different ways. Well, uh, we all know the uh, (laughs) singer-songwriter, you know, it's hands down Prince. Uh, And and mind you, Prince came out with a a jazz album. It was called Madhouse. Not that you're going one way, right? I got to say, if you're going to say it that way, like singer-songwriter, Prince... Wrote a lot of his music, mm-hmm. absolutely, and for a then lot you of had, other people. Then you had Stevie Wonder and Quincy Jones not, writing for Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. But so it's three against why did, one. But but <laughs> but let me say this though: like Quincy Jones and, and Stevie Wonder writing that music knew exactly who they wanted it for, mm-hmm. and so Michael Jackson. I mean, performer. Yeah, performer, but also was the only one that if you had prince singing what he sang i don't mm. know if it'd be the same right it'd be better <laughs> <laughs> uh, but don't get me wrong i absolutely love both i love prince so in this, for, i i have so I love who are you going with for the record who are you going with who's better i can't say who's okay. better for the record it's michael jackson that's what she was saying. Is that what you're That's saying? That's what she was Is saying. Is that what you're saying? She's no. leaning. Please. She's leaning towards Mike. I mean, you're an educated woman. Music, music, music-wise. This Look, is your specialty. They're both entertainers. They were both like top entertainers. They okay. both understood the music and the style of music. One a little bit more than the other. But go ahead. Yeah, but but <laughs> maybe I, I can't pick. I can't pick. Okay. I, if okay, if I had to pick, mm-hmm. my preference just because of. The music, mm-hmm. the music would be Michael Jackson. Oh my God! But I'm sorry. but <laughs> I'm so but wait sorry. wait wait wait. Let me just put this though. <laughs> There's a caveat to it. Yeah. The singer songwriter and some of the top music that he specifically wrote, mm-hmm. hands down, hands down. The symbol, for sure. <laughs> Call it what you want, so, Prince. So again, I'm Call and you want. listen to it now, and I'm like. I couldn't hear Michael Jack. You could probably have Michael Jackson sing that, but it wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. Versus, like you would have Prince singing what Michael Jackson wouldn't be. No, the same. I, 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 I kind of think. Well, I won't. I'll give him that he was a better performer, and that's about it. But that's because, and, and I think the only reason because of that is because Michael cared more about putting a show. Prince cared more about the Connecting. music. I agree. And sitting and having that personal one-on-one, which he connected which more. Yeah. I think so. Th- it's it's a difference, you know what I mean. There is a difference. It, Anyways, it's a difference. Don't don't try. To, don't try to <laughs> it's it's just like it. asking who's better, the Chiefs or the Raiders. Like one plays eee. football, the other ones just have a home Raiders. fucking Raiders, Vegas. baby. Yeah, losers. He's, yeah, <laughs> losers. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of like saying like who was better, Tony Bennett or Frank Sinatra. Oof. Mm, Frank Sinatra. Well, Frank has a lot. What I think his catalogs. Are, so let me. His catalog's more known than Tony Bennett. 
Uh-huh. But Tony Bennett's but like, catalog is a lot longer. Yeah, it's uh, he has a lot more but, music. Uh, so if you asked me that question, mm. I would say I I really had more not not more respect. I shouldn't say it that way. Mm. I prefer Tony Bennett because I felt like he was more like he phrased music and he understood jazz music. Where Frank Sinatra didn't didn't know how to sing jazz music until he started singing with the Count Basie band when Quincy Jones was writing for them for mm-hmm. him. Quincy's Going back to Quincy, Quincy, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he's a so he's once, a man. Quincy. If you listen to if you listen to the album, check it out when you get a chance. Frank Sinatra live at the Sands. Mm-hmm. He's with the Count Basie Orchestra. That's the most I've ever heard Frank Sinatra like swing sing mm-hmm. like. You make me um, <laughs> But be like, careful what you're saying because you're talking about Frank. You yeah. can get whacked. I love Frank Sinatra. I'm just saying, for the record, I'm... That's the only reason I like him because he was I a gangster. I like Frank Sinatra. Frank was a gangster. He was yeah, from Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> you know, old. like, I, and, and, and he's, you know, definitely... The, they're both Italian, you yeah. know, like... No, he's a gangster. But, but I absolutely loved Frank Sinatra once, once he started going with that band. Mm. And see, that's why I'm saying, like, Quincy Jones and, and these writers know exactly who they're writing for and know who can produce that music that correctly in the, in the way that they're envisioning and, and wanting it to yeah. sound. It's just like when Prince gave uh, Sinead O'Connor um, that one song um, that she... The only he didn't she write had. it for her. He didn't write no, for her. No, he wrote he it for himself. He, he just couldn't... He didn't, didn't have... Did it try to like the just, same way she did he, it. He just blessed her. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he put it out before her, right? Well, he, he, he put okay. the song out before her. Well, yeah, he sang it, gave it to her. No, he put the... Uh, the family, okay. the family put it the, out. The family put it out, and yeah. which was actually, you know, Prince was Prince wrote like about five or six albums in one year. But I mean, that's a whole different thing. Let me digress. Yeah, but yes, okay, yeah. yes. You know, the family, the time, yeah. his album, Maserati, and then he made, you know, S- stay on point. Anyways, but I, I, I know it's over your head. I'm just saying, <laughs> stay on point. I know you just want to get those few jabs in, but he put it out first, and it didn't do as well. And then, or the family put it out first. And then Shanae got a hold of it, and he's like, do it. And that's what made her what she was. Who, rest in peace, I should just pass yeah. away a few no, minutes ago. I, I, I'm, yeah. I like a Sinead O'Connor. She was great. Yeah, she great was, musician. She was nuts. And rest in peace to Tony Bennett also. Tony just, Bennett. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was already like 80, what, 86, 89? Really? I thought yeah. he was eighty six, like in like ninety two. <laughs> no, you know what? Like he might have been. He might have been older. Actually, he was like one hundred and forty. He was probably like. <laughs> that yeah. had some years. That dude was a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so that you know, that's like, and I mean, you know, the you know, it was so sad because like, but oh, not even sad. You know, if anything, like that proves the point of music. Mm. He had dementia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the fact that he could remember His the music? lyrics, yeah, that just shows you. That how music can, what you were saying, mm. going back, like it could take you to a time where you know exactly what was happening, how right. it smelled, how it, where you were, who was there. Like the fact that music is that kind of therapy, mm-hmm. it just a hundred percent like shows like it can take you somewhere. It does something to you. It sometimes it, it takes me to a dark place. Of course. I, yeah. I'll be listening to a song and then I'm like, damn, I used to love this song, but that person was there. I hate this fucking song now. Dude, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Those are feelings, right? Like, it's all valid. You it's know all what's valid. trippy? I was, um, so I showed my old lady this and it was something going on on TikTok I heard. You remember the song from Jimmy Eat World in the Middle? It's an I'd old rock song. It. Um, I can't play because the YouTube will take us down. So but, it's, it's yeah. basically, it's a fast song, but when you listen to the words, I was listening to the words the other day, dude. 
it's it's a fucked up song. Like send it to me. Yeah. So so like in the in the like the hook right. Just the hook itself. It says, uh, "Just take some time, little girl. You're in the middle of the ride. Everything, everything is gonna be just fine. Everything, everything is gonna be all right, all right." So, oh, okay. I so, know like, what you're talking yeah. So you know what? So when you hear it, it's fucking. It's a fast-paced song, and it's fucking upbeat. And it's like, I think even the video is like a party fucking video. But when you slow down and see and read the lyrics, dude, I was like, "Holy shit! I never knew that." Like, this is. This dude's trying to tell somebody, yo, don't fucking take yourself out. Mm-hmm. You got to go through this. This is all just a fucking ride. Just fucking chill. Yeah. Don't listen to what everybody fucking tells you. Enjoy. You just do you. You're gonna you're gonna get through this little rough ride. Mm-hmm. But when you hear when you actually hear the song, it's like, god damn, that's, that's an upbeat song. But when you see the lyrics, you're like, oh shit, this dude was hurting. Something's mm-hmm. wrong with this. This dude needs a hug. <laughs> yeah and you know what that's where i have the respect for any um vocalist mm-hmm. as a vocalist uh, you know i had to learn that i'm the storyteller mm-hmm. because i'm the one that's going to be able to connect like by the language that i'm speaking right like mm-hmm. we all understand english i'm going to say words that you're going to connect versus when you hear an instrumentalist mm-hmm. perform and you're like mesmerized and they're connecting it's because they're they're in they're in the moment they're connected but they're also like pretty much making you feel what they're feeling and that's the beauty of like jazz music the expression this music is being adopted worldwide by Mm -hmm. every country that you can think of Mm -hmm. you get kids you know people from from france you get people from london from spain from every part of the world we can find jazz music every part of the world Mm -hmm. you can go to a jazz club or a jazz mm. musician. I could go to Saudi Arabia and I guarantee Funny. that I could go and, and I don't even have to know the language. Right. I could just be like, hey, let's we're just going to play this blues. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, and we play. That, it for me, tops Everything. every genre. <laughs> like, that's the beauty of, of what, what jazz music can do and how it connects with so many people. So before we start losing tracks, I mean, we I think we could talk music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yes, ever. Uh, dude, we're like almost an hour at it. Oh, so cool. Let's talk about the jazz exchange, which we we were gonna get into earlier, but then we just started talking about Prince and yeah, great no, ways. We started cool. talking about greatness. <laughs> we talk, yeah, I agree. Greatness, greatness, definitely. So, tell us what is the jazz exchange that you have here set up here, the nonprofit that you have here in El Paso. So we're just pretty much a, we're a nonprofit, um, we're music education, mm-hmm. uh, we're focused on building building communities through music, that's mm-hmm. our mission statement, and uh, it's something that, like I mentioned, you know, if we if you didn't hear the first part of what we were talking about, then you yeah. kind of now understand why we, we're doing what we do, right. and the nonprofit, you know, is just kind of why we would just like, this is our way of paying back, mm-hmm. paying it forward. And coming to support the next generation of musicians, and so that we have several programs um, that we've been doing. And I right. mentioned the secret shows that mm-hmm. was like really kind of our how we kind of started molding. Like, how do we get people to go listen to live music again? Right. How do we get people to go just be open to listening to jazz music? Mm-hmm. And this is just another way. It's just it's not like that we're trying to overcome something that's already happening. There's jazz music in El Paso. You mm-hmm. can go to the International Bar on Thursdays downtown. That was my next question. Where, where yeah, you can, this, yeah, you can go to International um, that they have jazz music every Thursdays uh, there and it's it's cool. We, we, we you know, bring people in from out of town. There's mm-hmm. different things happening. Um, you know, there's there's different places that are happening. You know, I, I'm I'm still coming back. It was crazy because like I, I played in so many places that are now like 
called something different. Like right. the Berkeley used to be uh, the mm-hmm. network, and mm. that's where I used to play jazz. You know, like it's like all these different places, Mesa Street Bar and Grill. Like mm-hmm. there's different places here in El Paso, but. Uh, you know, I think that's what we're trying to just really come in and just support the community and get people to be like, oh, I know where jazz is happening mm-hmm. or the jazz exchange is doing this and there's different places happening. So that's really kind of what our, you know, we have that program. So we have the secret shows and then we started this other um, program called Sun City Jazz Sessions. Okay. And that one kind of was born from. You know, we said we need to have like some kind of public jazz events where they're not secrets, right? Mm -hmm. Where people know that there's where they're going to go and where they're going to see, you know, jazz music. And anytime like we have artists from out of town and out of town could even just mean from Juarez or from Albuquerque, Las Cruces, Mm -hmm. like anybody outside of El Paso. You know, we'll just have them as a special guest. And so then the locals get to perform there and then we have a jam session. Mm. And a jam session is pretty much like we invite the kids, any any musician to just come. You know, the band will play a, for, you know, a set and then mm. all of a sudden, you know, again, it shows you how we can all just play music together, not even knowing each other, not ever playing with each other, but right. we know the language, we know the repertoire of this music. We can say, all right, let's play Blue Skies. Blue Skies, everybody knows the song. If you mm. don't know it, you sit down, you learn it, you write it down, and you say, next time I come to a jam session, I'm going to learn this song. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a constant way of also teaching and educating younger musicians or anybody who's out there trying to do some jazz. And so those happen, you know, whenever they happen, whenever somebody's coming and visiting El Paso. Mm. So those aren't like a constant thing, but they right. do happen. Hey, maybe See? it's your, your, you could start playing your recorder. Remember? You do you play me? recorder? Yeah. That and he does the uh, harmonica. <laughs> do you play harmonica? Really? Listen to the, Come on, man. The harmonica really is a good instrument. This is coming from somebody who loves Prince. Don't listen. You don't know shit. No, he's accordion. He, shit. he jams out the accordion. I got, man, I got to listen to that for sure. I have zero inkling of musical talent at all. I have a guitar I bought. Okay. 12 years ago. Okay. One of these days I'm going to learn how to fucking play it. It just sits there. Well, you know, that, 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 that brings me that brings me to another point. Like we're, we're starting um, our, our school year. We want to start a year round program of mm. after school music. So anybody who's interested in, um, you know, being part of the, our after school program, we're going to start it uh, end of September mm-hmm. all the way to May. And this is after school. So. Yeah. It's not going to bother uh, anybody unless you're in marching band. There's a lot of different things, but you'll be going from uh, either some like 5 p.m. all the way to 830. We have different classes mm. happening, like a big band class, a combo. Combo classes are just smaller ensembles, like maybe a bass, drum, guitar, trumpet and saxophone. So they're, they're just, you know, just smaller groups. Mm-hmm. And then we have a vocal jazz ensemble and then we'll be doing some private lessons yeah. for kids ages 11 all the way to 18. And then as we kind of get settled in and starting to do our year round program, we'll, we'll probably open it up. And I think we should open it up to just any age to do private lessons with mm-hmm. some of our, you know, the locals here that are teachers. Yeah. So, you know, if you, if you're I ready need, for that guitar lesson, I need to, cause it might, before the arthritis starts kicking in. Oh, <laughs> I man. I usually can do something. I was so good with my fingers. I don't know what happened. It's only good with the right hand. <laughs> I'll, I'll switch it up. Oh, right man. Oh, man. You see what you opened up? I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. But no, no. But, but, no, but no, definitely. I want to be, 
I'm, I'm sure the old lady will appreciate it once I get better with the, <laughs> the fingers. Once I get yeah, better with my fingers. A little be, bit faster, be, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I was a DJ, so I do got the little. Oh, okay, I got okay. The, so okay, I, I got yeah, a little got bit it. of it. You so got a little bit of it. A little right. bit. Right. I just got right. perfect it now. I just gotta got it. Get it with the without the calluses. Yeah, I, I, I always wonder, <laughs> kind of like, why do the guitar players always have you know girlfriends and stuff like that? You know, I don't know. I don't. They got know. that flick of the wrist. Or or the trumpet players, you know. Yeah. I don't know. They got that flick of the wrist. But but no. No, but yeah, so we'll be doing that. And then the other education program that we have right now that I think I was talking to you guys mm. earlier was uh, it's called Jazz Beyond Fronteras. And this one has been going on for five years. We partner up with a nonprofit up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And the nonprofit is called Jazz House Kids in New Jersey. Okay. And this is with eight-time Grammy Award uh, jazz bassist, one of the, the, the best top bass players in the world mm-hmm. and his name is Christian McBride and then his wife uh, Melissa Walker she's the president mm-hmm. and so they have an amazing you know renowned nonprofit. I used to work for them and I was a art- artist relations with them so I got to meet like Sheila E I got to meet Ooh. Eddie Palmetti I got to meet like I got to work with some of the top jazz like artists at a jazz festival mm-hmm. and so right now um we have kids from El Paso and Juarez that we take every year during this time, August, um, to go up to the Jazz House Kids two-week summer jazz camp that yeah. they have. It's a workshop. And so they get to work with the local top jazz musicians in New York City, New mm-hmm. Jersey area. They get to work with Christian McBride. They get to, they get to like, Christian McBride is also like the artistic director. If you haven't heard of him, he's like on uh, Jazz Night in America on NPR. You okay. you definitely like, he has like the a unique dark deep voice. He's like amazing, <laughs> a great uh, radio voice. And he also um, is the, our, is the artistic director for the Newport Jazz Festival. So they just finished that. And they bring in like Kamazi Washington they bring in all these guys Anderson Pack like they've brought in Ooh. some like really cool like it go it leans into like what jazz is right like there's yeah. some you know the hip hop feel there's the there's the latin feel they're bringing you know there's a lot of representation in the cuban latin american latin jazz music mm-hmm. and so that's one of the things that is so cool for these kids to just get the opportunity to go out and be in New York and play mm. with like, you know, because when you're in El Paso, you're kind of like in a bubble. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's a hundred percent true. And I, and I'm talking for myself too, because when I was here, I was like, Oh man, like there's no other jazz singers. I'm the best. Like I'm yeah. good. And you know, until my parents were like, calm down, <laughs> you know, like, but then, and then I, I stepped out of New the, the El Paso area, went into New York and I heard other people and I was like, yeah. I'm not the I'm I'm not the best, you know. Mm. I'm not that I'm not yet. I'm not there yet, you <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And it humbles you and it makes you it makes you understand that, you know, this is a craft you got to really work on what you're doing and 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 so some people can get discouraged from it and, and give up and some can take it as a lesson to learn and get better. Mm. Uh, but I hope more people take that route. You know, whenever something is uncomfortable, I say that's when you're learning. Mm. Uh, anything that you're you're if you're uncomfortable and you're like i i don't like it i don't i don't know mm-hmm. obviously for the right reasons i'm not there, there's right. some things that are not right. right but when you're in a music situation and you listen to somebody who's better than you and you say i i can't either i can't do this or i don't want to sing anymore because mm-hmm. i'm just not that good then you know that's a, a situation when you say i'm just uncomfortable because i'm not there yet you know i need to do i want to get there mm-hmm. what do i like about this singer that i want to become you know, mm, help right. myself. And those are ways of, of getting people to 
get a little bit motivated so these kids they got one more week this is their last week they're gonna be they last night they performed at the Dizzy's coca-cola jazz club Ooh. jazz at lincoln center new york city you can follow us on social media on the jazz exchange and instagram we're posting like their kind of their their journey through it and mm-hmm. it's really cool we have um uh, a bass player emiliano who's from juarez uh, a girl amy chavez she's a, also a bassist mm-hmm. and then we have a drummer uh student from el paso his name is christian nino and he's from coronado high school he just graduated so nice. they're getting these opportunities to wow. just be out there and, and 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 do something like that and so this week they'll finish off their week by playing at the one of the jazz festivals there in 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 montclair new jersey and so they come back and and this is where like when they come back is where we're kind of like okay like we can connect you to the right people to go to school. We've already had, like, we had this one drummer who, is, who went in back in 2018. His name was Balam Sare, uh, Sarreano. Mm-hmm. Graduated from Hanks. And he was like, I'm going to go to Denton, uh, North Texas for the jazz, great jazz program there right in mm-hmm. Dallas. And then we were like, okay, cool. We'll definitely just come and just be open to checking out the East Coast, see what they have. Ended up loving it. He's going to school at the new school mm-hmm. uh, uh, music in New York City. And he's almost about to graduate. He's been like playing with some people, like starting to build his career. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are you going to come back to El Paso? He's like, not anytime soon. But I was like, <laughs> he's going to come. He comes and visits, you know. And so those are things that like if we can help them, even if they come back, they're studying at UTEP. They're studying at NMSU. They're studying in Juarez. They're mm-hmm. like you're they're getting their education. And that's what we want. And so all, most of our, our alumni are are still studying music. And that's like. Some of the cool things that I, I'm starting to be like, if we can create that next generation, they're the future mm-hmm. that is going to continue this music. And as long as they know, Damn. that's cool. Absolutely. That's, you know? That's fucking wild. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so the, the Jazz Exchange, so just for, that's what the jazzexchange.com, right? It's the, no, it's www.thejazzexchange.org. O-R-G. Yeah, O-R-G. Okay. Um, and you can find, you know, all our education programs. Um, if you're if your kids or anybody want to you know go to New York City and they're really adamant about like I want to study music, mm-hmm. then you know the Jazz Beyond Fronteras program will be an, a way to also do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also will have our, next year we're going to plan again for our jazz festival that we did this year and our summer workshops. So we're yeah. just trying to just expand and get more you know involved with the kids and involved with the future generation of of what they're doing. So from from the jazz exchange when you're teaching, how much uh, do, did you ever see the movie Whiplash? Yes. How yeah. much is that like? That? <laughs> is that how you teach? You start no. throwing symbols at people and shit. <laughs> that was a good that flick. Was a that, was, flick. that was so intense. Like sometimes, but you know what? Like Buddy Rich though. Like if you hear like stories from him, like mm. they, you know, you hear people talking about like, oh yeah, I was in Buddy Rich's band. You know, when you watch like these old school like documentaries, and he did throw like things at us and you know but he was such a perfectionist and when you heard his band like if you heard buddy rich's big band and orchestra and stuff they were the tightest band ever like you go and listen to them you're like because they're fearing for their life yeah right they were fearing for him but then they but you know there were some people that like i you know and i got i that was so cool like i got to meet some of these old school like legend you know mm. musicians that are like in their 80s 90s still alive right now right. and they were like i played one time with buddy rich and mm-hmm. and i was like how what like the fact that i like he's alive still telling me this it right. was just like it's just being blows my mind and i was like how is it that like how was it and he's like well that's just some gotta, of a bitch he's like yeah i know right he was like after no just kidding but he was like he was more like you know what he liked me i showed up on time i knew my music 
That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. He said, he's a very nice guy when you really when he likes you. And I was like, he only beat me up twice. That's right, right? That's it. But you know, like all that stuff, like just even being over there listening to stories from like, you know, you hear like a uh, you hear yeah. like a dog yeah. Johnny like that. Johnny yeah, Cash. You know, That's Johnny Cash right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my boy, Johnny. <laughs> you know, you hear you hear these cool stories of like, oh yeah, I played with this and I played. You know, um, I, I got to talk to different you know musicians working as artist relation, and it was cool. It was just cool to hear those kind of stories when you get to sit down. It's like talking to your grandparents. Like when you were Ooh. young, what did you do? Like how did you meet grandma? And you know, like it's just <laughs> like it might. It's like kind of mind blowing because you're like, I never. I, I met know. her at uh, the Naked Harem when it first opened. <laughs> oh my God! Which they're which they're right. changing now. Which Grandma's are first her original name was Peppermint. <laughs> she was known as Cinnamon before when I met her. Yeah, there now you she's go. Olga. <laughs> she's Grandma Olga and shit. They called she me. was Cinnamon. <laughs> they called her Capirotada. <laughs> Capirotada. <laughs> Oh, no, shit. no, yeah. So, yeah, you guys can follow us on social media, our me, website. You know, call me Choco Meat. There you go. <laughs> so, you from, go. from the um, so I know big city, you know, Manhattan, New York. You got all the boroughs and all that, and then yeah. you come back here. How how different is the acceptance of jazz compared between both cities? Between I guess the local um acceptance out there in new york and then what you have here because a lot of people don't even know what jazz is you have to say yes yes <laughs> you can say yes or you can say jazz you know whatever yeah. you say it you know but i think um well let me say this mm-hmm. when we go to Juanes, mm-hmm. um there is a huge acceptance of, of jazz music more okay. than el paso more okay. way more um you know there's a there's a people who again this music was adopted by different countries, mm. by the whole world, globally. Mm-hmm. And so there's a huge respect for that music. Okay. And I feel like when you're in the States, it's not as like respected in within no. the States. Like right. people just kind of like... Eh, it's forgotten about. Yeah, it's forgotten. Form. It's a lost art form. Yeah, it mm. truly is. But there is a scene. There is a small scene here mm. in El Paso. There are some... Uh, jazz lovers and art you know art music everything lovers mm-hmm. um i would say the acceptance i i can't compare it because one the black community in the east coast is, is a, a larger community mm-hmm. that understands and accepts the music and is right. in very involved in that community mm-hmm. versus being here where it's a more mexican it's more you know there there is a black community here and we've we've connected with the uh, some black community um musicians and and people who who love this music mm-hmm. um but there is there believe me there is there is a good chunk of people who love this music yeah. i think what we're we're not trying to worry about those people we know they'll come and listen right i'm focused on the, the other ones future generation right. the younger group i want them to know where this music is mm-hmm. where it comes from that it's from here it's their music so that they're empowered and they understand whether you like it whether you continue to listen to it or not you have the appreciation of what the music is in general mm-hmm. and so i think that's you know in overall it's just important it's 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 our it's our duty as a musician to be able to do that for for the next generation damn that's a lot that's heavy it's, <laughs> it's heavy, a lot of man. responsibility i don't feel like all we're in the back of the jazz bag just fucking yeah, yeah. We gotta, <laughs> that's how you clap it up that's how you clap it up boy yeah yeah but you know and then the only thing i always just say is like 
don't ever underestimate yourself. Like, right. don't ever not give yourself the opportunity to try something. Even, even you at your age right now, wherever mm-hmm. you're at, you can still you can still be part of it. Even if you know, mm. you might be the greatest j- jazz guitarist, and you never I'm touch the jazz I'm guitars. No. I'm, I'd go his, more blues. His, his more finger blues. his finger <laughs> game is <laughs> <up to> par. <laughs> My finger game is <laughs> shit. Though. It's not it's not up to par, dude. I'll fuck a banjo <laughs> up, son. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> I'll fuck a banjo up, boy. You have no idea. <laughs> blam, blam, Just give me something that got two strings, and I'm good, dude. <laughs> you know, oh, you know, you and, and that brings me to another another point that we one of our secret shows we had a we had a, a bluegrass group play mm. and and they're a really good friend she used to be my teacher at at utep when mm. i was a uh, um going to school and she said oh have you ever heard of blue? and i at that time i hadn't heard about bluegrass oh. i knew about it but i didn't really understand it yeah and she came to our the school and played with her band and i was just like wow this is so cool mm-hmm. to hear this style of music and so we said we have to have them at a secret show mm-hmm. and these people were like the people at the secret show were just kind of like what like yeah. never expected did not know what they were gonna hear did not know until when you hear the music and you're just like damn i actually like this music like this made me feel good like i was yeah. happy to Bluegrass hear this is a lot more upbeat right yeah you know, yeah and, it, and it's a lot like vocal harmonies like it's very country like yeah, it's, it's also country. the roots of country and yeah. you know where oh, that shit. comes from so there's oh. rumors rumors yep uh so just came in from twitter prince is not the shit all right so even <laughs> twitter fucking agreed who said that <laughs> i just deleted it i don't know it came in from elon <laughs> the, the fucking computer listens dude the ai listens to everything ai ai, AI man, it's coming everyone. out for us you know and i heard quentin marcellus saying you know one of the things I, I just saw him doing like a, a workshop for like some some uh orchestral work mm-hmm. i don't know where i saw it on on social media and then he you know one of the co- comments you know he was like can i say something maestro and the maestro was like yeah mm-hmm. and he's like Guys, I need you. I need you to, you know, connect with this music. I need when it needs to be big, go big. When it needs to be, you know, soft, go soft. Mm-hmm. He's like, have you guys? And then he says, have you guys ever heard of mariachi? Oh shit! And then all of them were kind of like, no, yes, no, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, they, those guitar players, you know, bring, 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 they mm-hmm. really go into it because that's the moment to do it. Right. He's like, I need you guys to do that. He's like. This is where AI cannot beat us. He's like, AI is coming out for us. AI doesn't have feelings. AI Mm -hmm. doesn't know the emotions. I need you guys to show AI what it is to be a real person. I was like, oh, and I I haven't thought about that because it is coming out for us. It It is is coming out for us in in every the takeover. Every aspect of our lives. He's been sending me songs. What what I said to you, was it Frank Sinatra singing uh, Get Low? Yeah. Just From uh, Ying Yang Twins? What? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, With I'll, AI? I'll right now. Yep. It's no. fun. Dude, yeah, I heard that. I was like, dude, this is It blasphemy. sounded awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like the song now. It's blasphemy. <laughs> well, well, anything that turns into jazz should be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, uh, I'm just kidding. It, it's different. I agree. It, it's, yeah, AI. Proves my point about AI. Me. Terminator is real. Terminator yeah. shit is real. Yeah. All these crazy people that came out years ago that showed you. 
a lot of it looks a lot of real <laughs> a lot more real and scary now yeah yeah i, I mean i look I, I you i don't i don't ever try to live in the fear of of things like that i mm. try to just live in the moment yeah and and try to do as much as i can and the best that i can but i it's not that i don't think about those things you know you got to think about what you know what what our future is going to be and and i and i feel like if we can connect with our f- younger generation, mm-hmm. they're the change. Yeah. They really are. And I, and 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 one of the things that I just was, you know, our gen, my generation. I'll just specifically say in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm 37. I will be, oh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, 37 and late 30s. Yeah. But but you know, my generation, you know, kind of like I I just I'm, I haven't seen a lot of movement. And everybody's kind of focused on our own, like mm-hmm. you know. It's like kind of like if if I didn't if we didn't come back, I don't know. Like uh, yeah. these things, opportunities, and getting kids and showing talent of El Paso and Juarez, like wouldn't be happening. Scary. And nobody would know. So like we have to do something. You have to put in the time. You know. Yeah. Just put that, in the absolutely. time. Put in the time. Put in the effort. Just like your mentors or your teachers did it. Yeah. You're, you're you're next. You, you need pass, to do pay it. it forward. You have to. Definitely got to pay it forward. So Candice Reyes Mireles. Also find her on Candice Reyes Music and Jazz underscore Dice, right? Yeah, that one's my personal one. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. Find her at uh, www.jazzexchange.org. Uh, the Jazz Exchange. Yep. I appreciate you coming out here and taking time and educating us on music. Something I want to do something uh, that we don't do. Um, hopefully we could try something that uh, <laughs> this will start happening now more often. I want to ask you 10 questions. Okay. Okay. Spitfire questions. First thing that come to your mind. Quick answer, and we'll go on to the next one. Yes. Oh dang! It's like uh, improvising. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Dang. Scat, okay. Scat, so, scat, so, scat, scat. I'll just scat the <laughs> whole just time. Scat it. All right. So quick. So just quick answers. Go through this, and then we'll finish off strong. Okay. Yeah. All right. First one is: What instrument best represents you, and why? Vocals, singing. Okay. Side note: Your vocals are fucking amazing. I, I I was kind of when I was talking to your brother and you was telling me I was like, all right, dude, because everybody's like, oh, my sister could sing. I heard, I saw that on YouTube. I was like, damn, okay, okay she can, thank you. she can. Second oh, question. All right, second question. Finish this statement. Life without music is uh, hopeless. If you could delete one song from the world, what song would it be? The baby, whatever song that was, I don't even remember. His whole remember. catalog. Wow. His whole catalog. Wow. <laughs> or peso pluma. Peso pluma. I don't Damn. Just get it okay. What What's the sexiest sounding instrument and why? Saxophone, tenor sax. Mm, My husband it, plays that one. That's why. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it wasn't for music, either teaching or performing, where would you be? If it wasn't for music, mm-hmm. teaching, teaching or, or performing, performing, where would you be? Oh. I'd probably just be here in El Paso. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe uh, accounting or... Damn. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Most underrated musician and why? Most underrated musician and Mm -hmm. why? Oh, my God. And you can't say Prince because we already... I could answer that. (laughs) I could answer that for you. Most... And just in any... In general. In in general. 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 Just a musician. Hmm... That one's a hard one for me. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick something, I would just say. Uh, <laughs> You're under the gun, under the gun, under the gun. Sarah Vaughn. I'll go with Sarah Vaughn. Okay. Yeah. Why? 
Because I feel like most people either just stick to the the two um, top jazz vocalists is mm-hmm. like Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, mm-hmm. and I some of these underrated, mu- you know, vocalists are just as amazing. Yeah. Okay. That just came to my mind, but I'm sure there's more. <laughs> jazz is important because it shows expression. It ha- it allows you to um, be free, and it allows you to express what you are feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. What's the best piece of advice another musician ever gave you? The best piece of advice. um, To be real with who you are first and know how you're going to move forward in life with, with through your music, Mm -hmm. through your career. So understanding yourself first and giving yourself the time to know what you what you want and mm-hmm. what you're doing so that you're ready to help others. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest flaw in popular music nowadays? Lyrics. <laughs> That's how you can tell you're a vocalist. Mm-hmm. And the last one, finish the statement. Music is? Oh, my God. These are, these are good questions. <laughs> I would say music is freedom. Beautifully said. Mm-hmm. Candice Reyes Mireles, leader <laughs> of the Jazz Exchange, also the CRT, which we didn't even get into, which we <laughs> definitely need to get into. That's the Candice Reyes uh, trio. Trio, or quintet. is it the quintet? I have, well, CRQ. the CRQ is, CRQ, is CRQ. The band. Mm-hmm. Candice Rio Quintet. Yeah. Find her mm-hmm. on YouTube. Find her on the uh on instagram i'll find her on the uh, www.thejazzexchange.org i finally got it right uh find her on instagram find her everywhere log in there if you want to just find her just, just find her yeah find me somehow if you want to enjoy music if you want to have a different appreciation <laughs> if you just want to listen to something with an open ear and an open heart you definitely got to check her out uh, like I said, I, I was listening to uh, I think some of the stuff you did during COVID, the Zoom, uh, the Zoom songs you had oh, or yeah. the Zoom sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were super cool. Dope. Yeah, super good. And my husband was the one that wanted to do that. I was like, oh, what? What are we gonna do? But <laughs> and you can check out Abel Mireles too. Abel is you know my husband, and he's mm-hmm. he's just as creative, and he's just as part of you know what we're doing mm-hmm. uh, right now. And you can you know find him. You, you'll you'll find him in more like popular stuff like playing in new york uh you know Dude, under the, the light and rockefeller like wow yeah so yeah check so us out we definitely gotta have you back with your husband so that we could talk some more music oh for sure anything mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's still mad about the printing you no, lost no. yeah you are. <laughs> she said he was the best <laughs> so remember you gotta follow her on instagram follow her on facebook also yeah we're no? on facebook instagram and I don't. I don't do. I'm not TikTok. Sorry, no, guys. No. <laughs> TikTok. No. YouTube. All that good stuff. Yeah. YouTube. Candice Reyes Mireles. CRQ. The Candice Reyes Quintet. The www.thejazzexchange.org. Uh, Candice Reyes Mireles on Instagram. All that good stuff. Follow her. Listen up if you want lessons. If you want more information. If you want to put your child in something like this. If you just want to get information just about the music or just about the history, hit her up definitely definitely got to listen to her on youtube her voice is fucking angelic oh thank you so till next time guys don't be an asshole don't be a dick deuces <laughs>